This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 224, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to that crazy man, the Hellraiser. Okay, as I describe him in the podcast, he is a maverick. Okay, he has his own independent mind, let's say. You can't really tell him to do anything. And one of the things that seems to be difficult is for him to find the right balance with the microphone. Today, he has it a bit too loud. Normally, it's too quiet. Today, a little bit too loud. So apologies for that. But as always, remember, if the sound is not perfect, it's good listening practice because when you're out in a pub, for example, when people can go to pubs in non-pandemic times, then sometimes the sound may not be perfect when you're speaking to someone. So it's good practice. Um, And we have a chat about being trustworthy. Notice that word there, trustworthy, someone you can trust and not trustable. We say trustworthy. But in reality, We just share old funny stories, which is basically what Rock and Roll English is. We also talk about a crazy dream I had involving the Hellraiser. Okay, now I can't remember if I mentioned this dream on a podcast before. Um, And if I did, it certainly wasn't with the Hellraiser. So it will be interesting to hear his take on it, let's say. There's lots of rock and roll vocabulary, which you can find at www.rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 224 on that new website, the redesigned website. So remember, go there and you can also join my newsletter where I talk about why I started Rock and Roll English, how Rock and Roll English can help you. And then I can also send you an email with some rock and roll news and also some music, which I still haven't actually done yet. I haven't actually sent a newsletter because I haven't had enough news. But when there is news... I will send you an email because I'm not one of those people that will send you annoying emails all of the time. Don't worry. So if you are interested, rockandrollenglish.com, bang, on the homepage, there's a big picture of my horrible face and then a button to click on. But anyway, I will speak to you all again at the end for the rock and roll vocab, which there's quite a lot I forgot to mention. So we'll talk about that again at the end. But in the meantime, happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Wonderful, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic, Hellraiser. Always fantastic. Even more that we are finally now speaking. It's not easy to track down the Hellraiser, but we're finally here. So I am feeling fantastic. Thanks for asking. Feelings mutual. Uh, I'm sure it is. So a lovely term there. Feelings mutual. I feel the same. Um, Anyway, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? Reviews. Reviews. Do you think we have a review? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Unfortunately not. I don't like to disappoint you, Hellraiser, but unfortunately I have to. But it's not my fault, okay? It's the listeners, okay? So don't disappoint the Hellraiser or me. And please, 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 please leave us a review. Yeah. I'd just like to echo that. Uh, yeah. Leave us a review. Can we get Can we get some better listeners, maybe? And some more active <laughs> listeners. Um, you can't get better than the rock and rollers, okay? You can't. Just the reviews are missing. Just right. the reviews. So yeah, if people could do that, that would be very much appreciated. But so on to today's topic, Hellraiser. Okay. So before we start, I just want to give some context to this. Okay. 
when I mentioned at the beginning how difficult it is to talk to the Hellraiser, I thought I would read through some of our messages, Hellraiser. So on Tuesday this week, the Hellraiser text me saying, do you want to do a podcast? OK, we'd been talking about it previously and I thought, fantastic. So I said, yeah, sure. This evening, what time? The Hellraiser then responds, the weekend is probably better because I've just started a new job. So so immediately I'm, I'm thinking, well, this is strange. He asks me if I want to do a podcast and, and is now telling me the weekend um, is, is a better time. So then I said, OK, Saturday, 11 o'clock. I think three messages, no response. Finally got a response of it's possible. <laughs> notice, notice that doesn't say yes. It just says it's possible. Um, so then I responded, does that mean yes? And then the Hellraiser said, oh, actually, no, I can't because I, I've got a COVID test. So I said, OK, what about 12? The Hellraiser's response was then, could do. Um, <laughs> no, notice this very vague language that the Hellraiser is using here. Um, so then I said, OK, well, what about the afternoon? Because like, let's be sure. And the Hellraiser said, um, no, I've got a party. So I said, okay, what about Sunday, 12.45? The Hellraiser responds, should be fine. <laughs> Again, should be fine. And then I actually got a phone call from the Hellraiser at 12.48. Notice we were talking at 12.45 saying, someone has come into my room and stolen my microphone. Um, so obviously this thief, a burglar, just went into your, a, a microphone burglar. Obviously, Hellraiser. Is that what you thought had happened? It's pretty common here in uh, in Juba. <laughs> There's microphone thieves. Everyone gets their microphone stolen at least once. So someone has broken into your room and, you know, lots of things there. Doesn't mess anything up. Just goes straight for the microphone and then goes home. Yeah, that was my that was the only uh, the only explanation, really. Thankfully, it was just lost. Uh, yeah, I'd put it in a safe place so that it wouldn't get stolen. Yeah, so safe that you couldn't remember where it was. Yeah, sure, that's pretty safe, though, isn't it? No one's going to steal that. <laughs> Even if the microphone thief came to your place and said, "Look," and put a gun to your head and said, "Where's the microphone?" You wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know. Yeah, and I'll be telling the <laughs> truth. It's like I don't know where it is, and he wouldn't be able to take it, and I'd still have the mic. So everyone's a winner. Exactly. Safety first. <laughs> um, and then so the Hellraiser found his microphone just about to start. And then there's a knock at the door and someone knocks on the door and says to the Hellraiser, have I left my shoes in, in your apartment? Um, <laughs> so that's obviously a normal thing. People just leaving apartments without <laughs> shoes. It's pretty common. Yeah. I, luckily, I think he did find his sandals in the end. So <laughs> thank God. I found a microphone, he found his sandals, everybody continues to live and be happy. Okay, that that's the most important thing. But the Hellraiser is quite a maverick, as we know. So a maverick, like an independent-minded person, let's say. You just never know what you're going to get. Um, but because of this Hellraiser, I thought um, we could do a podcast about being trustworthy, okay? To find out if you can trust someone, okay? Because we, we all know that we can trust you, Hellraiser. So maybe you can give us some tips about how to be trustworthy, okay? Not a problem. Yep. 
Okay, so it says here, um, trustworthy people never make excuses to get out of things. So remember to get out of doing something. You you make an excuse and say, like, oh, I'm sick. I can't go. So do you ever do that, Hellraiser? No, I haven't done that for a long time. I just uh, I just don't turn up. <laughs> don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you make an excuse. Just just don't go. So you can just don't go. Exactly. You can stand up that person, actually. When you stand someone up, it's when you're supposed to meet them and you just don't go. You just just don't turn up. Exactly. Or it's also called uh, ghosting. Okay. Right. I I didn't know that one. That must be what the kids say these days. You Uh, you, you keep your ear to the street. um, Every day. Down with the kids. Um, But speaking of this, it reminded me of that time, Hereza, where you had a party once and... Um, I was on my way to the party with um, our other podcast friend, Boom Boom. And one of our other friends was already at the party. And to 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 get out of the party, to basically leave, even though he was already there, made the excuse of, well, his at the time, his girlfriend's cousin had died. Do you remember that one, Hellraiser? <laughs> I did. That was wild for excuses. That, uh, that has got to take... All of the awards. He he left and he, he did say he took a phone call. He didn't like the people that had turned up at the party. He was worried about his safety. And uh, yeah, he, he said, just kind of took me to, took me aside and said, oh, look, uh, yeah, my uh, girlfriend's cousin's dead. And I'm like, wow, you, okay. I mean, you better go and, uh, and see her. He goes, yeah, I know, mate. I mean, he's got this long-winded, elaborate excuse. And uh, he was like, but look, you can keep the beers like, that I bought. And I was like, oh, no, 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 you, you take them. You'll probably need them have a few drinks. And he was like, yeah, you're right. So he took his beer as well. That was like the kick in the teeth. I only found out about that like maybe two weeks later. Because I asked him, how is, uh, how's your girlfriend, how, how's she doing? And he was like, what? <laughs> He'd forgotten He'd forgot- about it. He'd forgotten about his lie. Yeah. Um some lovely vocabulary in that story as well when he said a, a long-winded story so like basically a very long story and how it was a kick in the teeth like it's like the final insult but you mentioned the people at, at the party were a bit strange and I, I must admit when I arrived I kind of thought I think my cousin's not feeling very well either <laughs> it was an eclectic crew there was uh, there's a few people around yeah um although I was very much prepared for this I th- I can't remember if there was a theme to the party, but I remember I turned up wearing basically a white hat, white gloves and a woman's top that I had bought from Camden Market with uh, silver shiny spots on it. But, you know, when in Rome, Hellraiser, do what the Romans do. Hey, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It was a good party, I think. Um, Yeah, a great party. But um, and luckily... No one actually died in the end. So yeah. Yeah, all's well that ends well, as we say. A lovely term there. Exactly. Um, so another one here, Hellraiser, is that trustworthy people, I don't know why, I got this from a ridiculous website, um, says they respect nature. Okay, Hellraiser, do you respect nature? Oh, very much. Very much. I do respect nature. Do you? Yeah, because I I remember in a podcast once you telling me when you take your mum's dog for a walk, you sometimes don't pick up the shit because you see it as fertilizer that that helps the grass grow. Yeah, 
It is. I mean, that is taking care of nature. Also, one time I've got bad experiences with cleaning up dog shit. Uh, I once went to go and put it in the bag and then the bag split and my thumb went into the shit <laughs> and had it all over my hand. This is the middle of the day in the park and loads of people around and then I just couldn't control it and just threw up in the, the middle of the field. <laughs> so best just leave it on the floor. Leave it on the floor, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm laughing, but just literally the other day, I was um, driving on the motorway with Mrs. R&R and then baby R&R started kicking up a bit of a fuss. So a nice term there, kick up a fuss, start going a bit crazy. So we pulled over, a nice term there as well. When you pull over, you basically stop the car on the motorway in a kind of lay-by. So like a mini parking place, let's call it, on the motorway. And Mrs. R&R was feeding the baby, etc., and I thought I really do need to go to the toilet. And it was the perfect place because I was kind of behind the car, lovely countryside. So I kind of just thought I'm going to get out of the car and go free. And I must admit, pulling my trousers down there in the open wind, I really did just feel one with nature. It was a fantastic experience. Why did you take, you, you took a shit? No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that much of an animal. Just, just a piss, just a number one, why as did, we say. Why did you take your trousers off to have a piss? <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with you? I, I, <laughs> that is odd. Just seeing a grown adult man with his trousers around his ankles pissing in a field. Like, there's no need for that. Yeah, the, the cars were driving past and I was just naked from the waist down. <laughs> I, I took off my... My jeans, my pants, my socks, my shoes. I took it all off just to feel one with nature. Just put your arms in the air whilst you're pissing. Like a starfish. Well, that does sound pretty good, actually. Well, what I actually did was just lower my jeans and pants just enough for the, <laughs> let's say, the organ of the body needed to do a piss to come out um, and then continue with the piss. But... Like I said, it, it was it was a great feeling. Um, but then I then went to go back into the car because there, there was quite a big smell of cow shit around. But, you know, you're in the countryside. It's, it's all part of the experience. Yeah, for sure. And then I, I got back in the car and Mrs. R&R said, oh, there's, it's still really smelling of cow shit. And I said, oh, it's just coming from outside. And then after about uh... 10, 15 minutes, I realized it was actually on my shoes um and so i'd brought cow shit into the car because i'd stepped in it and then that was that we had to pull over again i'm cleaning the cow shit i'm cleaning the pedals of the car to get the cow shit off <laughs> and then baby r&r then just decided to vomit everywhere it was just it was just pandemonium that it was just total chaos that doesn't sound nice to me was that just like a nice weekend drive you were having <laughs> yeah not going to do that again and, and, <laughs> a, a nice relaxing drive in the countryside yeah um but i think it was just part of the experience of feeling one with nature which i mentioned you but you don't so, you don't you don't like animals at all are you, do, oh, no, you, you yeah you don't like any animal is it just like a plant kingdom that you like when you say uh, you, you respect nature um i'm not even particularly fond of plants to be honest because <laughs> Especially like with like flowers and stuff, like you have them in your house, and then like some insects go in the flowers. Like, what's the point? Fuck them. So you just prefer like a dead zone. 
you just if there was just you uh your wife and your child in the world that would be it that would be nice well in in an apartment or someone <laughs> like a, a modern building with air conditioning that that's what i'm talking about where did you pick up um, the, the fear of all animals because you don't like going into the sea do you either because there's fish you, you don't know what fish are in the sea hellraiser it could be a jellyfish in there it could sting you yeah, there, there are lots of stories about people dying in in the sea so is, um is there... i don't like it <laughs> i haven't heard a story about that for a long time well it i, I don't know anyone personally that <laughs> has died in the sea but i, I know it's happened okay and i yep. like to keep the probability of dying as low as possible <laughs> every day you know I'll, I'll get in the water have a little splash um you know throw i've, I've actually done that in the past because i didn't want to get completely in yeah but so just literally just like throwing some water on your arms and on your face and then going back onto the beach where it's safe so that is mind-blowing that's mind-blowing <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lovely term there mind-blowing like it's you just cannot believe it um so another one hellraiser is um people tell the truth Okay, to be trustworthy, you have to tell the truth. Is that something you always do? I, yeah, I pride myself on it. Mm. Uh, maybe when maybe yeah, when you're younger, you kind of make up like excuses. I remember once I called in, I didn't call in sick for a job. And then when I went into the work the next day, I told them that I was too sick to get to the phone. <laughs> so that's why I couldn't call. I, 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 I remember that one um, quite well, actually. To be so sick that you can't even lift up the phone. That's pretty um, that's pretty bad. Now we're recovered in 24 hours as well. Amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable, really. Or, yeah, other times where, for example, you, you tell the truth. I remember before Corporal Comer's wedding, actually, because the Hellraiser and I had to do a speech, and we agreed to meet on Friday night. I think we were talking at like nine o'clock at night, Friday. Um, and then to obviously discuss what we're going to talk about on the speech. The Hellraisers, yep, I'll be there. And then at about 7.30 p.m. on Friday, the Hellraiser texts and says, oh, I'm, I'm working late tonight. So you, you were working to 9 p.m. and you only found out at 7.30 p.m. because that very much sounds like the type of time you would be in the pub and maybe having a few drinks. But obviously, you just had a lot of work on that weekend. Martin, I, would, I wouldn't lie to you about that. <laughs> and it's hurtful that you think I would. When, were, when was uh, this? Why would I... What, were we meeting up in person? No, no on, on Skype. On Skype. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm. Got a lot of work on. Lots of work, yeah. Lots of work on. Um, and I was talking about animals, actually, thinking of um another time actually when a friend lied to me and I, I was staying at one of our friends like his house and there was a spare bed there and he said to me okay you can sleep in that bed and I thought okay great and then he told me the next day that was actually the bed where his dog usually slept um and then I actually got a skin infection so you know that was that was another great story oh I remember that <laughs> You were spreading that skin infection all over town. <laughs> That's only because I like to be in contact with people. But the skin infection did not start with me, okay? Mm. Mm -hmm. Did not start with me. It started with a friend lying to me about a bed, which he told me was clean, which really the sheets hadn't been changed in about two years and his dog had been sleeping in there. <laughs> 
And the friend in question also lived on a farm. So God knows what his dog used to pick up every day. Um, so maybe it was there. Maybe that's where my hate of animals started. I'm not sure. No, it was before that. But I think uh, it's also mutual. I mean, they don't like you. Dogs just see you and <laughs> go go get angry. Yeah, I mean, this, so, uh, go, it goes it, both I mean, ways. That, that's, com- that's completely true. So um, a, an important one here um, is that trustworthy people are always loyal, Hellraiser. Are you always loyal to friends, family? Yeah, very much. <laughs> All the time. Because... Um, I actually had a dream recently. I mean, this is quite worrying that I dream about this, that um, you and I were in a relationship together, Hellraiser, okay? And then we were in the relationship and then you decided to leave me for a woman, okay? And I, I remember looking at you with this woman and I was I was gutted. So I was mm. I was really disappointed. And I remember thinking, why did I leave my family? I had a lovely wife a lovely child and i left all of this for the for for the hellraiser <laughs> i should have known he was going to do this it was a horrible feeling i'm sorry i'm sorry i let you down um and then i told mrs r and r about this dream basically in the middle of the night when i woke up in a sweat and then <laughs> she very much didn't want to listen to me and then when we woke up in the morning she said i think we should have a new rule and I thought this was a bit strange. We don't normally have rules. And the rule was that we don't talk to each other during the night. Yes, yeah, it's a good it's a good good rule. <laughs> so you mean you don't wake her up in the middle of the night telling her about some <laughs> mad dream you've had? Yeah, basically that that's now forbidden in in our household. It's um, it's worrying that that was even needed to be a rule, to be honest. <laughs> I, I was in I was in pieces, Hellraiser. So when you're in pieces, you're like distraught. It, it was just a, a horrible, horrible experience. I hope you know that uh, in real life, I wouldn't do that to you. If you wanted to make a go of stuff, <laughs> and I'm really pleased you're asking me on this like public forum. It's good. It means a lot. Um, so a lovely term to, to to make a go of it, basically. So like, you know. Let's try and make this relationship work. Let's take it to the next level. Um, well, that that means a lot to me, Hellraiser. Th- thanks a lot for that. Um, so the last one we have here is that trustworthy people do not laugh at other people's misfortunes. Um, is that something you would ever do, Hellraiser? No, no, I've got to admit I'm quite bad at this one. I really like... I just watch <laughs> videos of people falling over constantly. I do. I quite enjoy it. That's a strange thing, actually, because you you have enjoyed that for a long time. I basically, well, I remember when videos kind of started on the internet, like YouTube kind of thing, and I I wasn't familiar with these funny videos and going around the Hellraisers and he just having like showing me fifty videos of someone falling over and <laughs> lots of other nonsense. It never gets old though. <laughs> Um, speaking of people falling over, though, I, I was thinking of that time when we were running in a in a train station. Um, and <laughs> I think we were running from one nightclub to another. I'm, I'm not quite sure why we were running so fast. Um, I think it may be because it was cheaper to get in before yeah. like nine o'clock or something. <laughs> so, it was, yeah. So we, we were like running as fast as we could. 
and uh, to Hellraiser taking a quick turn in the train station <laughs> and falling over um, with a bottle of Smirnoff ice in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. That could have gone really badly. But I bounced back pretty quickly, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I didn't even have the time to laugh at you because you were just, you went down and you were up in no time and you just really wanted to save that three pound to get in <laughs> the nightclub earlier, I think. <laughs> yeah, damn right. Times were hard. There was quite, it was, it was a Friday night. There was quite a lot of people around as well. I think I didn't want to stick around for them just to all laugh at me. If I got up, I thought if I got up as soon as possible, then they wouldn't even think it had happened. It'd been like a mirage or something. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like, did that happen? Did that guy just fall over? You kind of like put it all into one movement. It seemed like part of the running. No, for sure, yeah. Like you were just like trying to do some like acrobatics or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great times. Great times. Well, I mean, I think you've passed the test, Hellraiser, then, of you are a trustworthy person. We started the podcast and I was thinking, is he trustworthy? But we finished it and... Got no complaints. One hundred percent trustworthy. Good, thanks. And uh, yeah, if you do want to hook up and make a go of stuff, then you've got <laughs> you've got my details. Okay, I will think about leaving my wife and child for you. Um, Just think about it. I, Just think about I, it. I, I will. Some food for thought. Mm. Um, but a pleasure as always, Hellraiser. You too, Mister Martin. See you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, so that was me speaking to the Hellraiser about being trustworthy. And I said it's difficult to track him down. It's difficult to find him. And then when I said it was great to talk to him, he said the feelings mutual. Now, lots of this language, I'm sure you understand. I'm just highlighting the terms because they're really nice terms that we use. Um, And I also described the Hellraiser's language as being vague when he said, yeah, we could do, it's possible I can meet you, it should be okay, that is vague language. We had the term break into your house when we spoke about the microphone burglars. When you break in, you enter illegally. Then the Hellraiser said everyone's a winner because his friend found his shoes, he found the microphone, so it's a good situation for everyone. Everyone is a winner. Remember, we described the Hellraiser as a maverick, someone with that independent mind who you you can't control, let's say. Um, We spoke about standing someone up, about when you agree to meet them and say, I'll be there at six, and then you just don't go. You stand that person up. Hellraiser also used a lovely term when we were talking about our friend that didn't go to the party. Well, sorry, that did go to the party, but then left because he made up the excuse his girlfriend's cousin had died and Hellraiser said he took me aside and said this, a lovely term, to take someone aside. Notice that aside is one word, aside. Um, And the Hellraiser said he gave him a long-winded excuse. We love this term, long-winded. Long-winded story, long-winded excuse we usually use it for. I don't know why we just don't say long because it's essentially the same thing, but it's much more rock and roll to say long-winded. We then mentioned the kick in the teeth was that our friend took his beer. So already he had done something wrong. And then the final insult was he took the beers. And then I said to the Hellraiser, well, all's well that ends well. Nobody died. We're all okay." A lovely term there. All is well that ends well. So if everything finishes okay, then everything's okay. Um, I mentioned baby R&R kicking up a fuss in the car. 
that's because she wanted to eat and was crying and going crazy. But also people can kick up a bit of a fuss. I mean, baby R&R is also a person, but grown up people, let's say people that complain, kick up a fuss. We spoke about going to the toilet and I said it was just a number one. Remember, we have these names and numbers, sorry, in English. Number one is a piss, basically. Number two is a shit. Um, And I said in the car it was pandemonium with me with cow poo on my feet baby r&r had pooed was sick it was pandemonium it was total chaos then when we spoke about going in the water and how i'm scared of the water notice how i said to the hellraiser i like to get in the water so that's a nice term i suppose we can use when you know you don't have a swim you just get in and have a splash around you get in the water The Hellraiser then said it was mind-blowing that I don't like animals or plants. Like, you just cannot believe it. It blows your mind. Notice as well how I said God knows what his dog used to pick up when I slept in my friend's dog's bed. I said God knows what his dog used to do every day because he lived on a farm. Notice that God knows. Only God knows. I don't know. You don't know. Only God knows. I also said I was gutted when the Hellraiser left me for another woman. So when you're gutted, you're very disappointed. I said I was in pieces. There's a a nice term as well. When you're in pieces, you're so upset. Another word for so upset, distraught. We also had that as well. I said that, didn't I? The Hellraiser then said, well, you know, if you wanted to make a go of things, there's a nice term. Maybe a couple, they've broken up a couple of times, but then they finally decide to get back together. Maybe they say, We've decided to make a go of it. A very strange term, I know, but that's what we say. And speaking of the Hellraiser, when he fell over, he said he didn't want to stick around for people to laugh at him. So to stick around, to wait around, basically, and wait for people to laugh at you. But remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 224. I will speak to you all again very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.